Hey everyone, this is Life Fitness Podcast, episode 101. Dun, dun, dun. I gotta come up with a new noise or something. A new countdown. I don't know. You could do that. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> 101. I know. What, what in the world? It's, this, like, wins. Did you say 101 or 101? Uh, I would say 101. Okay. That's what I would say. We could start over. Nah, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> this win that you had two years ago. Look where we're at. No, two years ago, so... Podcast episode 103 will be our two-year anniversary. Oh, look at you. You're such a nerd. Well, Armando and Nora and I had to uh-huh. talk about it and count it and figure out which day it was going to be. And, oh, yeah. all right. Okay. It's February 28th. February 28th Also was... the day I learned I was pregnant with Nora. <laughs> Mine was September 19th. See, so, why do you remember these weird dates? So, September 19th well, in I know my yours, family yeah. is like a, it's holiday. Like a holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have the random dates in my head, mm-hmm. and that's one of them. Yep. Podcast episode, and also February 28th last year, this year, last year, is the day Armando returned to work after surgery and, oh. and chemo. Dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah, one year of it's a good day. being back to normal uh-huh. Quote, was unquote. not of normal year. No. There was nothing normal about this year. No. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to share with clients, because I've been asked a few times, just like, how do you manage all of the things that you do? Uh-huh. And sometimes I just want to tell them, I just cry. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to feel. It's okay to feel No, that's not true, though. Uh-huh. Um, necessarily. But, and you and I both do more than two things. Yeah, so. I, we have more than more than one thing going on yeah. at this time. And I think that we manage it pretty well. Yeah. Like, I don't think that we think of it as, like... For one, one of my very biggest pet peeves is the automatic assumption that the word busy is negative. Yeah. I have... I actually have a client that... Her response, I don't even think that she recognizes it, is when you say, how are you doing? Oh, busy. Like, that's exactly what she says every single time I ever ask her that question. That's why I don't ask people how they're doing. And so it is, I think people use it as a default sometimes that they Mm -hmm. just fall into that response. Like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Okay. How are you doing? I'm busy. Like, I just don't know that they give a lot of thought and attention to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in terms of, like, how we structure and schedule and plan, Mm -hmm. like, maybe we have, maybe we have things we do that will help somebody else. Yeah. Or maybe people are just curious, Uh just want to know what we do. Uh Um, So, Angie, I'll let you start. Okay. I don't know where you want to go with that question. I don't know where I want to start either, because I think there's a lot. Maybe we need to start with, like, what are the things that we manage? What do I manage? I do massage quote-unquote full-time I coach quote-unquote full-time I have two children that they are older they're not quite in that like ankle biter stage where they require (laughs) so much attention and management and schedule um there was a time in my life when I referred to the 2.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. hour of the day as my taxi driver face because I was just picking one up and dropping one off and picking the other one up and dropping one off and that like it was just crazy um and then I train and run and work out a lot oh and I have a house there is that 
I manage a household. Too. Yeah, those mm-hmm. houses. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Especially mm-hmm. when you add the snow and mm-hmm. like you got a shovel and you got to Yeah. So I think I there are things that I just only allow myself or to do at certain times. Like it's just not an option. Mm-hmm. If we run out of some sort of grocery thing, I'm not just running to the grocery store to pick it up so that it's stocked. It's going on the list because I go grocery shopping on Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's, I might go on Saturday if like we're out of a bunch of things and there is time that it's going to work out, I will do it then. But I go grocery shopping once a week, Mm -hmm. hands down, no questions asked. Yep, I agree. So, um, because otherwise it causes me to feel disorganized and chaotic in thinking about, oh, I got to get home to do this. Oh, but I got to go to the store first and grab this. And then you end up getting three other things and you get home and you might've forgot the thing you went to the store to get in the first place. And so I just don't allow mm-hmm. myself to do it except on the weekend. Okay. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, in terms of like, so I manage a lot of the same things that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do as much nutrition coaching So not as much in-person coaching as before, Um, but I do have a good handful of personal training um, or training clients. So making workouts and checking on those clients and that sort of thing. I am a full-time student, Mm -hmm. so I do that too. So on average currently, this is going to change a little bit, but I do, I work in the office about 45 hours a week between this office mm-hmm. where I also do massage yeah. and then um, another office and then where I'm an office manager. And then I do about 20 hours of homework a week. So mm-hmm. like when I cut, cause you and I both keep a planner. Yes. Where we track these sorts of I things. I love my planner. <laughs> and so that is how I'm able to come up with those numbers for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I guess if we kind of went through what a typical day looks like, um, I get up at 3.30 or 4. Today it was 3, which was obnoxious. So uh-huh. I'm going to be tired all day. I uh-huh. can feel it. Um, and then I do about an hour of reading either for pleasure or mostly for school. Uh-huh. Lately, I have been neglecting the school reading because <laughs> I got into a book. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, and then at about 5 or 4.45, I go and do some... Lately, I actually, because I mentioned in a previous episode, I've been lifting after work. Uh-huh. So I've been doing like any kind of cardio exercise, so on my bike or on a run or go for just a walk. I have to move at some capacity in the morning. Yeah. Um, so if it's a recovery day, I typically do a short walk and do some yoga. Uh-huh. Um, and then shower, eat breakfast, and then I do about an hour worth of homework. Uh-huh. And then I go to work. Um, and that's either here at the diet doc uh-huh. for a little bit and then at um, JC Woodworks or I just... Um, go straight over there. It just depends on the day. And then at lunchtime, I try to do something that's not work or school, Uh but a lot of times I end up doing some homework at lunch. Um, And then I go back to work, and then after work, I have either been lifting or doing a massage, so that'd be more, Uh a little more work. Um, And then in the evenings, every night we have dinner, and then we play a game. Oh, nice. 
like become an every night thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I do about an hour worth of homework and go to bed by like 7.30. Yeah, see, so my day starts a little later than yours. My coffee pot goes off at 4.40. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes I'm awake when I hear it go off and other times it wakes me up. Um, and I am out the door by 5 to go walk or run. And I'm back home by between usually like 5.40, 5.45. And I stretch and do my journal and drink my coffee and take a shower and make breakfast. Um, and then I head to work about 7.30. And I'm here at the diet dock in the morning until usually about noon. And then I head across town to the other office and do massage um, in the afternoon. And then I head home about five o'clock. We eat dinner between 5.30 and six. And by then my brain is done. Like (laughs) do not Mm -hmm. ask me to, if I have to go, I mean, this was back when we had meetings, but like if I had to go, I remember Taryn, choir director would have meetings at like 7.30 p.m. I'm like, <laughs> what? I can't function. I can't function then I'm in my pajamas. Um, and after dinner, yeah, the comfies go on and on the couch, we mm-hmm. cuddle and watch some crappy mindless television for 45 minutes or something and then bed at 8 o'clock. Yeah, so like the day-to-day, that's kind of a good... Yeah, that's totally my how routine. that looks. On the weekends... I have a little checklist of like every Saturday, for example. So we do grocery pickup on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday morning, I study for a few hours and then I do all of our meal prepping. Um, Because I make Armando a lot of his meals, um, like soups and stuff. And so I do all of that Saturday morning and then I after lunch a lot of times we go for a walk or something together as a family before I do a little more homework Uh and then there is lately a significant amount of like late afternoon tv watching nice so you might do that every evening (laughs) I seem to do it in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) like make it all up over the weekend yeah Um, and Sunday looks very similar to Saturdays um but so in terms of like how we keep our tasks or like yeah. task oriented uh-huh. so i utilize my planner a ton like i will i'll look at like all the assignments i have for school and i just kind of put them somewhere in my calendar uh-huh. as like i have to get this assignment done this week somewhere and Uh I'll even look through so I'll schedule things I'll be like well from this hour to this hour I'm working out so this hour before my workout I've got to read this for this assignment or something Uh but I schedule it all out and then sometimes I end up getting it all done like I scheduled to watch all these lecture videos this week but I finished them all on Sunday oh nice so I was like one last thing Uh (laughs) but I mean I utilize that Mm -hmm. schedule I'm very scheduled yeah, I have a planner also. You have made your planner. Your planner is very mm-hmm. customized it is to very you. Customized. I use a planner called the Live Rich Planner, which is made by the Budget Mom. And it has a monthly spread, which you can, you know, see the whole calendar. And then it has a weekly spread. And each week there is a, like, personal planning page, which allows you to do 
household tasks mm -hmm. and your grocery list and your meal plan and there's a habit tracker all those mm -hmm. things are on one page and then the next page is like the weekly calendar spread and for me I don't necessarily write every single task out on the calendar column but I have blocks of time that I highlight in different colors that works for my brain. Mm -hmm. um, the like 4.30 to 7.30 block of time, I use purple because that's my like personal mm -hmm. time that my right. morning routine is very sacred to me and I love it and so I use my favorite color for that one. Yeah. And then there is the work block from like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and the times of the day when I'm at the diet doc, I highlight in blue, and the times of the day that I'm giving massage, I highlight in pink. If there are specific tasks that I want to get done in those times, then I will write them out. Mm -hmm. But, um, or if I have a certain like consultation that I need to like do some research for or whatever, like I'll make some notes about that in there. Um, for my functional nutrition, my FNLP stuff, there's a lot of different zoom meetings and mastermind sessions and stuff that i can be a part of and so those are highlighted in this kind of really obnoxious yellow just so it gets my attention not that it's i really enjoy the time obnoxious. and i yeah i want to do it but it but it gets my um attention i also highlight the uh, six o'clock hour, but I don't color it in. I like outline it and that's our dinner hour. And I write what we're having for dinner in mm -hmm. that amount, in that space so that I can make sure to get out whatever I might need for dinner mm -hmm. that well, day. I like to color code things too. Yeah. So people are either going to think we're giant nerds <laughs> or eight years old. I yeah. don't know. And when I <laughs> sit down to do it, like it is, it's really enjoyable to mm -hmm. me. Like it's yeah. a little bit of a creative outlet. I have some stickers that I use sometimes mm -hmm. and like, I just really enjoy the setup mm -hmm. of it. I mean, Saturday, I think. Taryn and Emerson and I all were sitting at the dining room table with our planners out and highlighters and just mm -hmm. like enjoying our time together and mm -hmm. planning out the week. Yeah. When I just cannot like, when you get in that kind of funk mood where you know you have a lot to do, but you're just not in the mood to do any of it. Yeah. That's the perfect time yep. to do exactly that. Exactly. And, yes. But I try to on Fridays near the end of the day where you're just kind of losing focus at work yeah that's when I really will go through and write a to-do list okay these are the things we have to do mm -hmm. on Monday when we come back because there's nothing worse than coming back from the weekend and being like where the heck did we leave off what do, what do I need to do yeah so we make that list and so then I typically also fill out my planner and I outline mine because I tried highlighting it the whole like you do uh -huh. but it bleeds through the pages oh. so I outline it uh -huh. and I have blue for work uh -huh. and green for school and <laughs> pink because those are the three highlighters I have <laughs> is anything I because it's how often do people feel like get that mood of Ugh, I just wish I had more time to myself or mm -hmm. I did nothing for myself today or uh -huh. nothing about today was enjoyable I go through and I look at what I did that day and highlight it in pink if it was something that, like, you wanted to do this. Yeah. This was something you, well, I, I don't never, I never have the feeling of I don't want to go to work necessarily, yes. yeah. but, like, I have to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, 
I will go back through. It's kind of like Gretchen Rubin making a ta-da list. A ta-da list, yeah. Of like, what did you do? And I try to make sure there is always pink every day. Uh-huh. Like, if I... If I overscheduled myself and it just was all mm-hmm. blue and green, I know, like, okay, you got to slow down yeah. and just find something. Yeah, and for me, the colors also allow me, it because I, I think you do this too, have a tendency to, like, fill all the spaces, right? right. Like, you got to maximize mm-hmm. every minute of the day. And... I have to allow myself to have some white space in my calendar. Mm-hmm. Like I have to have or pink some space or purple space. Some chunks, some <laughs> chunks of time in my calendar where there is nothing just like downtime for me to, mm-hmm. you know, scroll or call a friend or go for a walk or allow for flexibility because things change. And mm-hmm. so I have to I really am purposeful about allowing leaving white space in my in my calendar sometimes yeah I also have color coded the pins of which each class so like oh very nice I know so when I write out assignments because I don't want to write out like book report for this class so Mm -hmm. I just write it in that that class's color Uh um and then work has its own color too because like on the side I have a to-do list for the whole week Uh and then I have little tasks for each day but I don't always know what day I'm gonna make Angie's next set of workouts yeah yeah so it's written on the week side Uh so every and this was like a Something I saw a flaw in with my coaching a while back before I made this planner was Mm -hmm. that I would often forget when people, when I needed to check on certain clients' workouts Uh and update them. Yeah. And so now when I go to make your workouts this week, I'm using you because you really are on my list this week. (laughs) Nice. Um, (laughs) I will then, I'll make your workouts and then four weeks from today or three weeks from today I go and I write in the planner that I need to make your workouts that week and so every week there's like two to four clients that I need to upgrade Uh and I have them written out for the next time yeah that makes sense yeah um because I every time you see like a flaw in how you're managing something to me it's like a red flag of okay we have to try something different because yeah, this isn't working to, to revamp like, it. so that was kind of part of that um yeah so i just wanted what, to play in my planner now i know <laughs> right and i yeah and like some people use digital planners as well which mm-hmm. is like we have one for our business and mm-hmm. the the real reason that it's so beneficial that we use that one is it sends our clients reminder yeah, texts. Yeah. And we don't necessarily have to write each client in our mm-hmm. calendar if we didn't want to that way. Yeah. Um, so that, like Kelsey, I believe everything she does is on an electric calendar. Electric uh-huh. Electronic. Calendar, electronic yeah. calendar in her phone, uh-huh. which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, I've used Google... Um, Google Tasks and Google Keep uh-huh. before for making mm-hmm. to-do lists and stuff as well. Um, I just find something I really like about handwriting. I like the pen stuff. and paper. I do the same thing with my budget, like my personal yeah. budget. See, my is budget all, is electronic. Is all pen and paper. It yeah. just it works for me. I've tried to do the electronic thing with different apps and stuff, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. For I my just brain. use the 
spreadsheet. Yeah. Tried and true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spreadsheet. And it is, I mean, it's about finding what works for you. And mm-hmm. if it's not working for you, like try something else mm-hmm. and try something else. And until the system that you find works for you, if you are feeling frustrated and frantic in some aspect of your life, like that's a sign. Mm-hmm. That, that there's something that could be done yeah. better, you know? And I think that early on as a business owner, you you let your business kind of run your schedule. Oh, you're a slave to it, for sure. And I think when you get to the point where we are at, you... Because like, I have definitely faced significant like in the last two years just various challenges oh, like, for sure yeah it's been almost exactly two years since Armando's first stomach ache yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like in that time I I think just because I was mentally taxed I ended up really getting burnt out mm-hmm. and I think at that point the default is like well I just don't like to do this anymore uh-huh. like, I need to do something different but it could also be, in hindsight, that you just need to reevaluate and mm-hmm. you need to set some better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we were just talking about with massage clients. Yeah. Like, having a set schedule and being okay with the fact that, like, I'm sorry if this doesn't work for you. Like, yeah, this is I my can't, schedule. I, I mean, I could, I could give massage all day, every day, if, mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Like, there are mm-hmm. enough people that want the mm-hmm. service that I could do it but I I mean early on when I very first started my massage Great, practice 20 years ago sure I'll give you a massage at 7 o'clock p.m. absolutely mm-hmm. but not anymore like no. especially once Taryn was born I didn't do after five massage and mm-hmm. I have people all the time that I have to say no to and mm-hmm. I sure I wish I could give you a massage but I cannot to the detriment of myself, mm-hmm. like it cannot sacrifice my body and my time and my family for your body. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's well, a choice. Yeah, and there's that's why there's more than one of us out there. Oh yeah, too. and every one of us is busy. Uh-huh. Is the other thing, our schedules are full. Right. So yeah, having good boundaries, and I think if anything, 2020 may have helped people figure like almost restart reset because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. their schedule went blank mm-hmm. and you were able to learn like what you liked about that and what you mm-hmm. didn't like about it and then how maybe to change it as you go back yeah that's that exact normal. thing happened to me big mm-hmm. time when when the Oregon board of massage shut us down and we mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't do massage for those seven or eight weeks whatever it was mm-hmm. um first of all my body really liked it <laughs> Right. My body was very happy not mm-hmm. not giving massage. And so when I was allowed to work again, it was like, okay, well how much how much do I want to do this? How much do mm-hmm. I need to do this? Because I do genuinely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't still be doing it twenty years later if I didn't right. like it. Um, but it I had to set some really hard mm-hmm. boundaries and I lost a couple of clients over it, but I I I'm only doing this many massages a week. There was a time in my life when I did 20 massages a week. Mm-hmm. And right now I do eight. And mm-hmm. that's a hard boundary for me. Like, mm-hmm. I am sorry that you are not getting in as often as you want to. And if you need to find another massage therapist, I totally understand that. But this is what I can mm-hmm. offer you. So, yeah, boundaries for some are people, hard. it doesn't. 
It is hard. Right. Yeah. But you have to, you have to set them and you have to, um, really hold them because mm-hmm. otherwise you get run over and then you're sacrificing your physical and mental health and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Not we okay. were having this talk at my other job the other day when we were just appointment after appointment it's like we had nothing nothing was getting done that needed to get done and I was like here's what I think we need to do like we cannot schedule more than x amount of appointments a day Uh because no matter what there's going to be customers that walk in that Mm -hmm. don't have appointments and so we have to factor in the fact that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you add that on top of you being out doing measures and templates and like meeting with customers. Like by the end of the day, none of these other tasks got finished. Yeah. And so it was, it was that, okay, we will schedule you for two things every day. And after that, like mm-hmm. we can't. Mm-hmm. You just have to say, no, we can do it tomorrow. You can do it tomorrow. Um, or schedule it a different day. But figuring out what that threshold is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like with massage. Like, how many can you do in a day yep. and still function? And then, like, now I'm reevaluating what I'm doing. And I have to remember that part of that, too, is the longevity of it. Yep. How long do you want to be doing this? Because yep. yep. <laughs> in the first... I mean, the first probably six years of my massage business, massage was my primary gig. Yeah. And I know, I know how many I can physically schedule. (laughs) Yeah. But. Physically schedule and physically give. Two two very different things. (laughs) And I know how many I was able to physically give, but I also know what happened because of that. Yeah. And so now going back into it, I can look at it and say, okay. Well, I know that I'm capable of this, uh-huh. but this is probably more realistic if I want to be doing it mm-hmm. when I can say I've done it for 20 years. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's been 12 years since I signed up for massage school, which sounds really crazy. It's crazy. But when Angie <laughs> tried to tell me not to. I did. <laughs> so that I didn't want you to go to massage school. I, know. I just it was didn't want you to funny. go to that massage Probably school. Probably why I went. I was like, prove her wrong. <laughs> Because I didn't even really know you. I know, but now look at us. I know. Full circle. (laughs) Um, So, yes, I think if we had to make you guys some bullet points from this, Uh scheduling is your friend. Make a schedule. Mm -hmm. And don't just schedule must-haves and must-dos, but Mm -hmm. things you enjoy as well. Yeah, well, and I think making a schedule isn't necessarily like a task list mm-hmm. right like actually plan when you're gonna do it yeah my work hours and here's the things that need to get done in that time mm-hmm. and a little bit of like a like a block schedule kind of yeah thing. I think that um a to-do list is completely useless mm-hmm. unless you know when you're gonna do it yeah yeah <laughs> so and also being realistic like I realized if I can get one assignment done a day mm-hmm. or one school thing I have reading or something that is realistic uh-huh. I would love to say that I can do like 10 things in mm-hmm. a day but mm-hmm. I just know it's not going to happen and what is more frustrating than like seeing you got nothing done Yeah. so be realistic on what and when you're going to do it Yeah. Um, and occasionally you surprise yourself and you do some extra stuff and you do like recreational reading for me doesn't happen during the week it no. just doesn't. I wish that it could. I tried. It just doesn't. Weekend, morning, mm-hmm. 
that's when it happens for me. Yeah. And I probably do the same amount of time. It just mm-hmm. all happens in like two chunks instead of right. seven chunks. How many books have you read this year? Uh, like five. I think. Oh, okay. I'm at four. I'm yeah. really very proud of myself. Two of them were required readings, but uh-huh. they were good. Two books. of them of mine were audibles, just FYI. Okay. Didn't actually yeah, read them. Yeah, same with me. But um, it's still, I still call it reading. Yes. I know, completed, I, completed five right. books. Yeah. Listened to the Well, I'm in book. the middle of the fifth one. Completed four. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of the fifth one, too. I think this one, the one that I'm reading now. we got to stop being twins. <laughs> the one that I'm reading now and the next one you may actually enjoy also. What are you going to share with there? Um, I'm reading one, I can't remember if it's called Breath or if it's called Breathe, but it's mm. the book club book for my FNLP mm. program. They do a book club once a month. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, really interesting okay. about the power of just simply mm-hmm. breathing. It's really, really interesting. And uh, the other one I think is called You Don't Know What You Don't Know. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's called uh, Shoot, no, I'm not going to Think again. I don't know. <laughs> okay. One or the other. <laughs> I just finished. Okay. Somebody recommended this book and I, maybe, they didn't recommend it, but they said they'd read it. Uh-huh. And I have Kindle Unlimited right now uh-huh. and it just popped up and I read it. Uh-huh. It's called Broken Open. Was it you or Kelsey? Oh, I read Broken Open. Is okay. it the David? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I just yeah. finished that one. Mm-hmm. Did you know he died? He died. I did not know this until halfway. I knew the day that he died. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because I follow him on Instagram and stuff. Okay, I never heard of this guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading the book. Halfway through, I decide to get on Instagram and see who he is. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at him. He went in for back surgery and died of complications of the surgery. Yeah, he was in a... No, when I got done with that book, because it's so, so good, I, like, screenshotted the Audible thing and posted on uh, Mm -hmm. Instagram, and he made a comment on my Instagram post. I know I felt very... Wait, when did he die? Like, just a few months ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I... He, first of all, when I saw him, I was like, he's not what I expected no. he was going to look Mm-mm. like at all. Mm-mm. And so then I'm just scrolling, I'm like, man, apparently he mountain bikes now and doesn't run. Yep, blues Achilles. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm just kind of looking back and looking back, and then I Googled him, and that's when I found out yep. he died. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyways, awesome. that was an off tangent yeah what was the best thing you ate this week oh gosh I totally forgot about that topic uh what was the best thing I ate this week Taryn made she got a little excited with Valentine's treats it's kind of adorable (laughs) um but she made these little and she's also been I know I've talked about this a lot but Mm -hmm. really experimenting with I love it because at Taryn's age I did all the cooking foods and (laughs) like foods that I would never think to try like we're at the store the other day and she's like mom can we get a jackfruit I'm like I don't even know what that is (laughs) we couldn't get one because they didn't have any but we looked Mm -hmm. um but she made these cookies, like tiny little thumbprint cookies, and they were Valentine's, so she made the thumbprints look like a little heart, and uh-huh. then we put a little jam in them. They were tiny, and she sweetened them with monk fruit sweetener, and they were just so, like, it was the perfect little size, like uh-huh. one little sweet bite. It was, right. it was lovely. Yeah. Okay, well, featuring the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> has, your, has your thing been something out of the air fryer ever since you got it? I think so. I think so, too. Um, I don't think I've... I, <laughs> I've hardly used my stove top <laughs> since I got the air fryer. Thank you, Mom. Yeah. She doesn't listen, but... Yeah. She... Never mind. Okay, yeah. so last night, I put salmon in it. It was super good. Oh. Except for... I put salmon in it, and then I went into the gym, 
And it was my first time cooking salmon in them, and they were pretty thin fillets. They weren't as thick as I wanted. You like salmon jerky? So they were crispy around the edges. Okay. Yeah, but they could have probably taken five minutes off of it, and it would have been good. Uh-huh. Um, Nora was like, this is the best salmon ever. I like it crispy on the edges. Oh. So, because, you know, the longer you cook fish, the fishy flavor gets out. Yeah. And she's not, the fishy flavor is not her favorite. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. No, I think last week I talked about the sheet pan meal I made, didn't I? I think you're right. Okay. Yes, you I did. made that again this week, but I added shrimp. Mm-hmm. She is not a fan. Not a fan of the shrimp? Well, it's texture, right? Uh-huh. Shrimp has a different texture. It's, like, chewy. And yeah. She, I made her try one, and I don't think she even gave it a chance. I think she already knew she didn't like it. <laughs> but, anyways, that was the best thing. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week.